Welcome to Sacred Work, the go-to podcast for female entrepreneurs creating impact and income online. I'm your host, Taylor Ray, and I'm the creator of Sacred Funnels, helping you set up systems, automations, and sales funnels so you can grow your audience, increase your impact, and create the freedom you desire. Want to create your own sacred funnel? Download my free blueprint at taylorray.biz forward slash blueprint, and I'll walk you through the steps. If you're ready for the perfect blend of spirituality and strategy when it comes to online marketing and building your business, you're in the right place. So make sure you subscribe for new episodes every single week. You ready? Let's go. Hello and welcome back to Sacred Work. This is Taylor Ray and inside of this episode, I really want to talk to you about figuring out your zone of genius. I also want to talk about the other zones that the majority of people don't actually know about. This is something that I learned recently and was like, oh my goodness. (laughs) I've heard about the zone of genius for a very long time. I've talked about it a lot here on the podcast and on social media. And recently I found out that there's all these other zones that are actually in the lead up to the zone of genius and I was like mind blown by it it's really helped me to see things very very differently and to really recognize different ways that I was creating sabotage for myself and to allow myself to step fully 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 into my zone of genius and so I absolutely loved learning about this I learned about it from the book The Big Leap I highly recommend you pop it on your reading list I'm trying with this podcast to share with you guys as many of the books that I have been reading that I have found to be very very transformational as a part of my journey and that that one is a big one. So I definitely recommend you pop that on the list and give it a listen or give it a read throughout the year. But I really want to talk about one of my main takeaways from it. And that was, you know, really understanding the four different zones that we actually have and why we want to make sure that we are getting to that zone of genius level. So essentially in a nutshell, and I'm going to give you more information about what your zone of genius is, but I want to talk about why it's important. When you get to your zone of genius, that is where you are going to be performing at your highest form of contribution. That's where you are. And I have talked about this. This gets talked about inside of the book Essentialism, which I did a whole podcast episode on this. You guys loved it. Definitely listen to that one next if you haven't already. But essentially, you know, when you've got your zone of genius, that is where you are your highest form of contribution. You're serving at the highest level. You are doing the work that you are truly, truly here to do. And it's also where you are opening yourself up to the most abundance, the most success and the most love. This is where this is actually able to really truly flow to you and where you get to have the most beautiful experience of life essentially. So it's really definitely somewhere that we do want to get to and it's really important that we have the awareness so we can say to ourselves you know whether we are there or whether we feel like we've got further room to expand. Something that is beautiful and the way that the author puts it is that you know your zone of genius is like a spiral. So think about it like an upward spiral like it sort of seems very little and then it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and it's spiraling up and up and up and up and that's because it's limitless. So your zone of genius is so beautiful because you can continue to expand it out and to evolve it and to develop it. And as a result, to call in more and more and more abundance, success and love. And I loved that. I thought that that was absolutely beautiful and just a wonderful way to look at it, to be like, oh my goodness, that's, you know, why we're on this journey, you know, this personal development journey. We're learning, we're evolving, we're expanding. And as a result, we're calling in so much more that then matches that energetic frequency. So a lot of the time, what happens so is number one we either don't have the awareness around it so we're not really aware as to whether or not we're in our zone of genius and maybe we're actually hanging out in one of the other zones that are not quite there and we don't even know 
Or what happens, and he talks a lot about this in the book, as we start to approach our zone of genius, we actually create sabotage for ourselves in one of those areas, abundance, success, or love. And a lot of people actually carry the story that, you know, if you're going to be really abundant in your life, then you can't also have a really beautiful amount of love in your life. Like sometimes we create this like mutually exclusive story for ourselves that we might've carried. We taught it as a child or it was demonstrated to us, you know, and on a subconscious level, we believe that to be true that you can't be abundant and have love at the same time. So that's something that he talks about a lot in the book. And I don't want to go too much down that path, but that might just be a little catalyst or a little light bulb for you where you can go, Hmm, is that something I actually do? And this was quite eye opening, I guess, because it, I could see different elements of it in my life. You know, maybe if you start to get really successful in one area or you have an amazing launch or, you know, something really great happens maybe in your business or in your career. And then, you know, maybe you pick a fight with your partner or something like that. And straight away, you shift yourself out of that you know it might not be instantly but maybe that afternoon like you come home and you're like oh I just want to like tell you or your partner comes home maybe you work from home you're running a business your partner comes home and you're like oh you know this amazing thing happened blah 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 and then maybe you don't get the response to that that you wanted and so you kind of get a bit you know tiffy about it and then before you know it you're kind of having an argument and you're like what the heck like I just went from feeling so elevated and so high vibe and now I've been pulled all the way back down and you know that feeling in and of itself, then that can create more anger and frustration. Like I was so happy and now I'm not like you did this, you know, that's all coming from that place of ego. And I'm just sharing this to be really, really honest. I'm, I would be lying if I said that that hasn't happened to some degree in my life before where you sort of go from that really elevated state and suddenly you've just pulled all the way down. You're like, what the heck? Like, how did I even get here? And on a subconscious level, that is your ego. Like that is your ego pulling you back down going, "Mm -mm, we're going to stay here. We're going to stay safe. We don't need to go up there. We don't need to hang out in the zone of genius. We're comfy here and we're comfy. Where we are comfy, our ego thrives. Your ego can't actually exist in your zone of genius. So anytime you get up and close to it, unless you have this awareness and you've done a lot of work and you create the, you are aware when, when the ego flares up and little things like that, where you like start to sabotage yourself, you go, wait a sec. No, that's an upper limit problem is what the author talks about. And again, I'm going in all these different directions, but just to give you guys a bit of an understanding as to why this is so important. A lot of us do have that upper limit problem. And no matter where you're at, you're going to reach a new upper limit problem. And it's up to you to continuously push up and through it and to go, okay, I'm recognizing that I'm reaching my upper limit. And maybe little signs like this are starting to come up. Okay this is a sabotage thing. How can I move through it? Why is it not true? Let's keep going. So that is, you know, a way for you to sort of understand the importance of this. And there's so much good stuff in this book. Like I said, highly recommend it. Really start to learn about, you know, the different zones, understanding your upper limit problems, all those sort of things. Because once you have the awareness around it, then it's really easy to see it when the issue arises. It's when we don't have the awareness that we don't realize that we are sabotaging ourselves along the way because it's all subconscious. And so once you do this and once you start to recognize like, oh my goodness, like this is something I've been carrying because of a story that I saw my parents play out, you know, maybe Maybe it's something to do with money, you know, and this is a big one for a lot of people. It's like, you know, like money is bad or, you know, if like a money thing comes up, there's always an argument about it. So then we create problems and stories for ourselves that, you know, as we create more wealth, that love falls away, you know, things like that. If we have wealth, we have fights, you know, because that's what was modeled to us as children. And so that's where we can start to sabotage. And, you know, if one area is going well, we pick apart another area subconsciously and we don't even realize. So that might be a cool one for you to be looking at yourself and to do some inner work around that. 
again, maybe read the book. But if not, what I really wanted to do is just go through the four main zones for you. So you can start to look at it for yourself, especially, you know, if you have a business, this is huge. Like, and like I said, you know, in business, especially in the online space, zone of genius gets talked about all the time. Like you more than likely will have heard that phrase thrown around before, but what you might not have heard is the other zones. So that's what I want to break down for you is the three zones on the way to the zone of genius. So the first one is the zone of incompetence. Okay. (laughs) So that's pretty self-explanatory. It's something that you are incompetent at. It's not your skill set. You're not good at it. And it's definitely something that you should delegate. It's something that you should let go of. The caveat to this is the only time it's actually worthwhile to do something you're not good at is if the intention is to enjoy mastering it. So that's a little side note. So let's say, for example, okay, he gave two really good examples. One of them in the book, he talks about a man who, you know, he's, he does really, really well. He charges a thousand dollars an hour for consulting. He's, you know, got a beautiful company working really well, blah, blah, blah. He wants to install a printer and he's, his skill set is not printer installation, but for some reason that just feels really important to him. And so he like pushes himself to do it. Now that's his zone of incompetence. Like that's not something he's good at. He doesn't know what he's doing. It's frustrating. It lowers your vibration and it takes a lot of time. And it took him, I think he said like three or four hours, let's say four hours on a Saturday to do it. And so he lost those four hours trying to put this print together. And the author who does a lot of coaching, this is the example that he gave one of his clients was the man installing the printer. And he said, you know, we spoke about it and he ended up in the end, this guy, he hired, you know, some uni kid to like come in and install his printer. And it was done in like 90 minutes and he paid him like 50 bucks. And the guy, the author said like, you know, when you compare it like that, like this man is worth thousand dollars an hour. So like four hours of his time is worth $4,000. But because from an ego perspective, he was like, no, I've got to do this. He didn't recognize like, hey, this is my zone of incompetence. This is not something that I should be giving time to because my time is better spent elsewhere. My time is better spent in the work that I do. That's, you know, very transformational for my clients. I receive a thousand dollars an hour. That's what I should be focusing on or quality time with friends, family, filling your cup. Like those are the two things you really want to be giving your time to. So this is the thing, right? He's in his zone of incompetence, but ego kept him there and was like, no, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. He didn't even end up doing it. He ended up giving it away and delegating it finally, but uh, he lost four hours. And this is something we want to have awareness with. And like I said, it's only worthwhile to do something you're not good at if the intention is to master it. So maybe like skiing, like, you know, I'm not necessarily, I've been skiing like one time in my life. I was okay. I used to rollerblade as a kid. So I picked it up all right (laughs) just leisurely rollerblading I wasn't like a indoor skate champion or anything like that but like you know my hand-eye coordination it's it's okay Um, and I've skied one time and I was all right but like you know, if I wanted to master it, like, you know, I would go and I would get lessons. Like it's not necessarily a skill set that I have. Like I had, you know, I fell over a lot. And if I went back now, I'd probably fall over a lot again. Like I think I was like 13 when I did it. So it's been a long time, but that's because there's enjoyment to mastering it. Like it brings a form of joy. So that's the difference there. You know, if, you, if it's something that you want to master, maybe you're like, oh, I really want to get really good at riding a motorbike this year or playing tennis or I don't know, crochet, like things like that. Like if there's something that you're doing because of the enjoyment, that comes out of it go for gold but if it's something that you're just doing and you have no desire to either enjoy it or master the skill set then 
delegate, let it go. Okay, so that's your zone of incompetence. The second zone up, the next one, is the zone of competence, okay? So this is where you're competent at it, but others can do it far better, okay? So this is kind of like, it's not even like a sub-genius zone, it's like a sub-sub-genius zone. So you want to start to think about, you know, if I'm doing things in my zone of competence, what is this taking me away from? So you want to start to look at the things that you are doing. And this is a huge one, I think, especially if you have your own business. I definitely got stuck in this for a bit where I was like, oh, I'm competent at it, like I can do that. And then I was like, oh, wait a sec, like this is not my zone of genius at all who can I hire how can I outsource this how can I let it go because when we spend all our time energy and focus in this zone of competence others are way better at it and we can let it go and let it be something that they focus on because it's their zone of genius rather than ours so you know I guess for me like an example of this would probably be like graphic design like I'm really quite competent in Canva (laughs) I like what I create in there and it's a really good you know fill in I guess if you aren't in a position to be outsourcing like don't get me wrong I love Canva and very handy whip things up super easy but I can't do Photoshop I can't do Illustrator I Adobe freaks me out like I'm like I don't know how to I'd love to know how to do it like so I guess if we're going to give examples (laughs) now that I'm doing this zone of incompetence for me coding. I would love to know how to code. I like, I secretly envy kids these days. They go through school and it's literally one of their subjects is learning how to code. Like when I went through school, the language I learned was Japanese. (laughs) Now the language that kids are learning is coding. And I find that amazing. And I would love to know that. I find it just so fascinating and a really powerful skill set to have, but it's not ever going to be something that I'm going to learn because I know that that's not my zone of genius, so I need to let that go. And if I ever need to have a website custom build or coding on the back end, I don't do that. That's something that I outsource altogether. So that's a zone of incompetence. A zone of competence, like I said, like graphic design, I'm competent on Canva. I can create things that look quite nice and they get the job done, but my brain is not geared. You know, I'm creative. I am a creative person, but I'm not a really skilled drawer or, you know, I'm not, you know, coming up with these wild, graphic design concepts and things like that like that's not my zone of genius at all so that's a zone of competence for me like yeah I can do it but others can do it far better so it's about how can I start to identify those tasks that I'm doing and start to let go of them so you start to look at like what are the ones I'm spending a lot of time on that's in my zone of competence and okay how does that fit into a role that I could then outsource okay so that's the second one the third one and this one is the one that might get you okay I found this one really fascinating and I know a lot of people and I definitely was there myself. I feel like I've recently pushed up and out of this and I'm pushing up and into my zone of genius and that's where I'm spending the majority of my time. But I definitely do still pull down into my zone of excellence at certain points with certain tasks. And that's something that I'm working on letting go of this year as well, you know, and I did an episode on my intentions for 2021 and how I'm scaling out my business. And one of those points was, you know, scaling out my team. And that means for me, letting go of things that are in my zone of excellence, like I'm excellent at it, but it's not my zone of genius. Okay. So this third zone, a lot of people get stuck in and they think that they've kind of like reached their peak. So this one I find very fascinating because so many successful people hang out here, but there's actually a whole other level to go to. So in your zone, of excellence it's something it's something that you're doing that you're excellent at it and you make really good money at it and it's actually really easy for you to want to stay here because it's like yeah I'm good at this I make good money at it 
It's very comfortable. It's not really stretching me. And we sort of just like hang out here. Like it's just like, okay, cool. Like, but sort of kind of knowing that there's like a little bit of like a next level that we could go to. So I guess for me to give you an example of this, and this might sound a bit confusing because you're like, what? I thought you were like the sales funnel girl. And I am, don't get me wrong. Like I love sales funnels. I love teaching the strategy. I good at them. I love helping feel like I'm already giving away my zone of genius. Okay. Bring it back. So my zone of excellence, I'm excellent at building funnels. Like I'm really excellent at it. However, if I stayed there, right. If I was just like, okay, I'm a sales funnel strategist and I do done for you sales funnels. Like I work with, you know, certain number of clients. Um, I'm a service as a service and I go in and I go, yeah, I'm, I take on, let's say six clients a month. And it's, I don't know, let's say five or 10 K to have me build out funnels for you in your business. Great. So that is such an example for me of my zone of excellence. I'm excellent at doing it. I can get you great results. Okay. I'm going to make really good money there. I could have a very successful business there, but that's a comfort zone. Cause it's like, yeah, cool. Like I don't really have to push up and out of it. I just need to get a few clients a month and I'm just building funnels and that's really easy and that's it. Okay. So I could stay there. Right. And again, this is just an example. This is not something that I do at all because I've really recognized that. And this is what I mean when I say I've pushed in majority of areas up into my zone of genius, but there's definitely still things that I do. Okay, prime example. I'm giving you all the examples, but zone of excellence for me, I'm an excellent copywriter. Like I'm really, I used to do it prior to this business. I used to do a lot of um, sort of consulting work, marketing consultancy. And I also used to do copywriting, especially when I was getting started with my business. Um, I would do copywriting paid by the hour as like an independent contractor just to get things off the ground. So I did that back in the day just to sort of like bring in money. I'm really good at it. I've always been good at writing and marketing's my jam, right? So I know that I'm excellent at it. This is such a good example. I'm glad I'm giving you this. And I'm excellent at it for my own business. Like I at this point still write. I do have a little bit of help. My VA helps me a little bit with like pulling out transcripts and things like that. And then I sort of turn them into copy for social media posts. But the majority of the copywriting basically almost all of it, like Instagram captions, emails, sales pages, automated email sequences, everything like that, right? I'm writing all of it at the moment. And that for me has been a big one. Like it's been set, like I've had people say to me in the past, like, are you going to get a copywriter? And I was like, no, like definitely not. Like I can't let go of that. It's my voice. Like I have to be the one to write it. And I've realized that that for me is such a zone of excellence. Like, and that is something that this year, like I will be letting go of that. I will be hiring a copywriter into the company who's going to help with the email writing, the, and don't get me wrong. It doesn't mean I'm just going to be not writing anything, but you know, you know, I'm doing this podcast, right? These are my words coming out of my mouth. So if I have a copywriter come in, grabs the transcript, takes the main points out, edits them up, puts it together in a series of emails that are, you know, value-based and we can put them out as email broadcasts and really nurturing my audience, etc. How amazing, like it's still my message. It's still my voice. It's still going to be the similar style, but it's not actually requiring me to also sit down and write four hours worth of email content on top of doing these podcasts. Like for me, it's about streamlining that process and letting go of things that are not my zone of excellence. So that is an excellent example of my zone of excellence. And this is what I mean when I say at this point, yes, I'm still doing things in my zone of excellence, but my commitment is to letting go of those things so I can step further into my zone of genius. 
genius. And my zone of genius is literally getting in front of women, helping them and helping them to see what's possible for them with funnels and then teaching them how to do it. So, you know, taking someone's business and going, okay, let's look at exactly what you've got, what products, what services have you got? Okay, this is how it needs to go together. This is your value ladder. Brilliant. You've got your product suite. The value ladder is built out. Now, what funnels are we going to put on the front end? What funnels are we going to put in the middle? What funnels are we going to put on the back end for your high ticket offers? Great. You've got this. That's the plan. This is now how you do it. And I know that my zone of genius is the ability to help someone to see what's possible for them with funnels and then to show them how to do it and to empower them with the tools to do it for themselves. Like I know that. And so for me, being able to really focus on, you know, my zone of genius things, which is being able to give time to this podcast. I can't have someone be me on the podcast. This has to be me. And this is how I get to show up and serve huge free value for you guys, teaching you as much as I can here on the podcast about sales, funnels, online business, marketing strategy, all that sort of stuff. Um, So that's always going to be me. It's going to be my voice doing the podcast. So for me, there's that. There is creating video-based content and of course, creating my, the first and foremost, I should have said this first, the, the courses, my digital courses and group coaching programs, things like that, that allow me to really be of service to the masses. So not just one-to-one work, although yes, that's a zone of excellence for me. I'm excellent at it and I love, love, love coaching I'm shifting out of that in 2021 so for me this year is very much like okay how do we scale out how do I create a virtual replica of myself so that the way that I'm serving is through my digital courses with a combination of group coaching on top of that so that's my big focus because that's scalable you know whether it's one person going through the course or 1,000 people going through the course it is scalable I'm not limited by the number of hours I have and then there's ways to be setting up my business which I'm doing that allow me to also provide that coaching support on a bigger level as well, serving more people at once. And there's very intentional ways that I'm doing that. So for me, I guess, like I said, zone of excellence is tasks that I need to let go of, like the copywriting, for example, to give me more time to do things in my zone of genius, like teaching, group coaching and speaking. Like that's basically it. Like I know that and it's all around, like I said, sales funnels, online business and marketing strategy. Like that's my zone of genius to be hanging out in that space and serving in those three ways. And anything else that isn't that, like that's not my zone of genius, I gotta let it go. If I wanna scale up the way that I know that I can and that I'm here to do. So, I'm clearly very passionate about this and I've looked at this a lot for myself and I really encourage you to look at this a lot for yourself as well. The biggest thing with your zone of genius is it's going to feel a little bit scary and it's going to be where you deep down in your heart desire to go. He kind of talks about it as well and I I will wrap this up because it's getting a bit long but he talks about it a little bit like a babushka doll like the Russian I think it's Russian but he says it's Russian I haven't googled so I'm sorry if I mucked that up but like the babushka doll and how there's like a layer oh and another layer oh and another layer and it's about figuring out like your broader skill set on the top and then going oh let's go deeper let's go deeper let's go deeper until you can get to that real clarity around the main thing that you know that you are here to do and then letting go of the rest and he said this like the scariest hardest part is that shift from zone of excellence to zone of genius because it's pretty easy to go oh well I'm incompetent at that like I suck at that that's not something I'm going to do and then 
for competency, you're like, yeah, okay, like I'm all right at it, but I don't really love it and I'll give it away as quick as I can. Whereas zone of excellence is like, I enjoy it. I'm good at it. I make good money at it. Letting go of that is scary. And big one for me, I've got so many examples for you, but in 2020, like I was like, okay, I'm wrapping up my one-to-one coaching. Like I'm not doing that anymore going into 2021. And I don't think I've actually publicly said that anywhere yet, but there you go. Um, I've said it now. That was a huge one. That was terrifying to me to let go of that. But I know that for me to step in my zone of genius fully and to serve the number of women that I know that I'm here to serve building out sacred funnels in their business I can't stay in my zone of excellence just doing one-to-one coaching anymore because I'm very limited on the number of women I can serve like that so for me I've got to let go of that to make room for me to be able to have the time space energy focus to step into my zone of genius fully and serving women at a much bigger level, um, broader level, more like a bigger group, more mass. You know, I don't I don't want to serve one to one. I want to serve one to many. So that's my biggest focus this year is really stepping into that zone of genius and trusting it fully. And even though it's going to feel scary at points, and I know that just knowing that that's where I need to go. So yeah, like I said, this has been a really reflective exercise for me to do. And I really think that it would be a good one for you to do as well. Well, no matter where you're at on your journey, whether you aren't, you don't even have a business, but you're in a job where you're like, oh my God, like I'm so ready to step up and out of this and into what I'm here to do. Or maybe you have a business and you know, it's at six or seven figures. Amazing. Go bigger. Like you are here for more. It's this or better. I live by that. No matter where I'm at, I'm like this or better, this or better, this or better. So it's always up, 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 always put yourself through this exercise, go through it and ask yourself like, am I in my zone of genius or am I hanging out in my zone of excellence? And how can I make the shift to move up and into it? So really hope that you've enjoyed this episode. I really hope it served you. If it has, please take a screenshot, share it on your stories, tag me, send me a DM. I love hearing from you guys. As always, you know, I'm always open to feedback, ideas. If you want me to do a specific podcast episode, definitely let me know. If you're looking for more resources, definitely check out the show notes below as well. I've got a heap of things that will help you with your sales funnels in your business because that is my zone of genius that's what i'm here to do is to help you with setting up your sacred funnels (laughs) so go and check that out thank you for spending this time with me appreciate you as always and i'll catch you in the next one thanks so much for spending your time with me and for listening today if you love the episode please be sure to leave me a review on itunes to let me know and screenshot the episode now to share on your stories and tag me at tay ray official If you're looking for more support in scaling out your impact and your income with your business online, be sure to head to my website, taylorray.com.au to get access to all my courses, coaching programs, and free resources.